Welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Allison Klein. It's Tuesday, December 10th. Welcome to Chip Chat. We're coming to you live from Barcelona at the HP Discover event. Uh, We will be broadcasting for the next two days from Discover, and we'll be bringing you insights about what's happening at the show and insights on what's happening in data center technology innovation uh, with guests from both HP and Intel. Uh, My first guest is Loretta Nura uh, from McAfee, actually, so a company affiliated with Intel. Welcome, Loretta. Thank you. Happy to be here. So our topic today is talking about security, obviously, but why don't we start uh, with your background at McAfee and, and your background in the industry in general? Okay. So actually, I have um, started on the technical side, I studied computer science, worked on the technical side for Hewlett Packard actually for many years, moved into product management from there into product marketing. And then I joined McAfee this year, so I haven't been there that long. But because I've had enterprise experience and always on the software side for my entire career, I am now focusing on data center security at McAfee. Data center security, I don't think there's a hotter topic uh, than security in, in the data center and security in the cloud um, in the industry today. I think that uh, you know, you've got so many things on data center managers' minds from you know, all of the talk about what's going on around the world with security of data, uh, the movement of data between the public cloud and enterprise data centers, and then the, the topic of, of BYOD and all of the different types of devices that are connecting into corporate networks. Where would you like to start in terms of topics? I'd love to cover it all with you today. All right. Uh, well, maybe let's take, uh, look at it a little bit from a historical perspective. So IT, or you know, the data centers, were really focused on having the compute islands within their own data center, within their firewall. Software uh, sitting on top of server storage and networking. But then uh, what happened with the cloud computing that came along, uh, IT was not agile enough. They weren't fast enough to bring up new workloads. In the different departments with enterprises, they needed to be fast to respond to the business needs. So they would go to IT, they said, I need to have you know, this kind of server with this much CPU power, this much storage, and so on for my new application. IT would say, sure, I'll have it for you in about three months. Right. And that wasn't acceptable. So they would use the department credit card, they go off to the public cloud, spin up workloads, but they were not secure. Right. So then what happened is that IT wanted to be able to offer those same kind of services to their own departments, and they started creating private clouds. So now there was a service catalog, the departments could just pick what they wanted, spin it up, and now IT had a bit more of a chance to secure the workloads. And then, because they didn't want to buy a whole bunch of servers every time, the IT department started also having uh, workloads in the public cloud. So the complexity that IT is dealing with now is how do you you secure these hybrid data centers? You still have your traditional compute islands around, you have your private cloud, and you have workloads spinning out in the public cloud. So you've got a couple different kinds of problem. One is for those public cloud services that IT is actually purchasing, um, making sure that security requirements are well understood across the different clouds. And then the second problem, which seems almost harder, 
is that keeping business groups focused on security when either they're buying services from a, f through IT or if they're going off independently, probably not preferred, but even if they do, keeping secu corporate security in mind. Right. From an industry perspective, you know, we work with the public cloud providers, we work with enterprise. Um, how do we ensure that um, there's consistency in the way security is being delivered and that everyone is speaking the same language? Yeah, so I would uh, definitely say today you do not have that consistency. And so at McAfee, uh, we came up with uh, server security solutions in our latest release, which came out in August. We have now these data center connectors. So we can discover all of the workloads out there, no matter if they're in, in, on your own premise, on-premise, off-premise. So we discover everything there is. Mm -hmm. And you cannot secure what you cannot see. But with us giving you this complete visibility, now you can actually secure them. And then with the public cloud, as workloads are being spun up, it can automatically apply secure, uh, security policies to these workloads as the workloads spin up and bring them back down, discard them as the, the workloads spin down again. What is the interplay between hardware and software in, in delivering that kind of solution? And is this purely a, a software solution or are you also using um, capabilities of the underlying hardware? Yeah, so uh, we do both. I mean, traditionally McAfee has been really a, you know, a software uh, solution company, but as Intel uh, acquired McAfee, and McAfee is now an Intel company, we have worked very closely on the engineering side with Intel, and that gives us uh, abilities tying into the hardware. For example, we leverage Intel's TXT technology. And um, when you look at virtualization, and a lot of data centers use a lot of virtualization right now, uh, for example, we have something called boot attestation, where we leverage that Intel TXT technology. So if somebody spins up a virtual machine, we will uh, attest if we feel it's a trusted virtual machine or not. Another example is we have a product called Deep Defender, and that also leverages uh, uh, Intel technology and uh, it sits, so that um, technology sits between the uh, CPU and the OS. Because uh, a lot of times you have software out there for security that assumes the OS is booted and you start from there. But what happens on the way up before the operating system is even booted? Uh, so we detect rootkits, et cetera, and to protect customers from that. When you work with customers and, and talk to customers about their deployment of cloud services, both inside their data centers and with public service providers, where do you think they are in terms of their awareness of the challenges with security? Are they, do they have a good eye on exactly what they should be thinking about to protect their data? And you know, yeah. what, is the, what is the focus for 2014 in terms of moving this forward? Yeah, so. It, it really depends on the sophistication of the customer. And I think that sometimes when you look at large enterprises, they understand the security challenge much better. They want to make sure that any data that they may have in the public cloud is encrypted, for example. Um, but uh, you have also a lot of small business some SMBs, right? right? And they don't have their own data center, they don't have the expertise. They use public services and trust the public service provider to have everything secure. It's, it's kind of you don't know what you don't know. 
So they have no idea that they may have data out in the public cloud, but the public cloud provider, they make two or three copies and they are, who knows in what country, all across, to go. Yeah, all across data centers right, in different countries. Right with whatever regulations right. at play, right? So I think the challenge is for the less sophisticated user, which often are smaller companies, to even be educated to understand the challenge. So how does one keep to a centralized and consistent policy then? With, with what you've just described, you know, when everybody talks about security, they talk about setting certain policies for data. Right. And that they want to, you know, harmonize across all of the data on those policies. Where, where does McAfee come in for that? So, so what we can do is that you apply the identical security policy to your workloads, no matter if they're on-premise and, on, and off-premise. So we do it automatically. It really helps the... IT department not having to know how to secure all of that individually. Now let's take a look at BYOD. At Discover, in the keynote this morning, they talked about, I think, 150,000 devices that HP runs as BYOD devices. These are obviously being brought in by employees in this case, and Intel obviously runs uh, BYOD as well. Um, who knows what kind of... Um, what kind of engagement these devices are having off of work hours. How do we ensure that there's a consistent security policy there in terms of their interaction with the corporate domain? Yeah, that's very difficult because now you're talking uh, personal devices. And you, as long as enterprises allow customers to truly pick their own device, and I can't really see that changing, it's not, uh, they will download applications. And there are so many new applications being developed on a daily basis. Uh, so how can you possibly control it? I mean, the one way you could do it is by issue devices, by, use, by using something like whitelisting, where you basically specify which applications are running on and are allowed to run. But that would not work for the user, right? They, they don't want to be restricted like that. Does partitioning help at all, or is that not really a solution? Um, partition a system towards uh, corporate and personal use, or oh, the actual device. Yeah, um, I don't think I have enough expertise about mobile devices to know if you could do that that way. Okay, and from a standpoint of an enterprise, um, what would be the the right way to um, approach um, the BYOD deployments in terms of setting a consistent security platform on those devices. Does that mean that to bring that device into the enterprise, there's certain um, software that needs to be running on that device I, at all I mean, McAfee certainly has a series of, of endpoint security that you could install uh, uh, to protect uh, from, from uh, being you know, exposed that way. So Loretta, you know, I know that the, the show has just started, but are there any other topics related to security that you've heard people talking about or um, anything else that's uh, struck your interest at Discover? I think cloud computing still remains a very hot topic. It's been a hot topic for a few years. Um, but that's, I heard a lot of customers still talk about that. It seems like the, the topic of cloud, though, is changing. Um, seems like we, we started with you know, the, the opportunity of this new concept. And now we're hearing how folks are deploying, how folks are um, 
driving their, you know, maybe second generation deployments of cloud. And I think that the thing that we hear more and more about is enterprise use of cloud. Um, you know, I think that, you know, this reflects the conversation that we were having earlier about um, bringing more enterprise class workloads into public cloud environments and the data um, security issues that come with that. Right. Um, if you look forward in 2014, um, what kind of conversations do you think you're going to be having about with your customers about security and how they're addressing these new enterprise workloads? And you know, do you see a trend at all about apps running in the cloud, but data residing still in the enterprise data center? Is that a reality that we should be looking at? Uh, yes, I, I do think so because the data is what most enterprises want to protect. Uh, even database security, uh, which doesn't have to be big data, uh, is becoming uh, a realization that it's very important because it turns out in the databases where, it's where enterprises really keep the crown jewels. Right. That is the data they do not want hackers to get to. Uh, and the problem is that traditionally customers would think that if they have a nice firewall, there may be antivirus on a service that's good enough, but the hackers have become much more sophisticated. You now have uh, projects, it's been projects with you know, uh, quality control of the source code, where you have maybe 300, 400 hackers working together on a common goal. So uh, it's so sophisticated that uh, you need to really go beyond firewalls and antivirus. That's for whitelisting, what I mentioned before, like McAfee has the application control product where you decide these applications are known good and only those will run. So if somehow a, a bad executable of virus being introduced, that, that .exit will not be allowed to run because it's not on the whitelist. What do you see in terms of other trends uh, within the industry on addressing this? Are there other technologies on the way that will take us even further? Um, specifically for data or for? For data um, protection, I guess, is the, is the topic. Yeah, I think we will see more and more customers using encryption, especially if they do move stuff into the cloud. Uh, data encryption is very important. Uh, when it comes to big data in Hadoop, that is definitely something that's growing a lot. You're talking tons and tons of data uh, that often ends up getting distilled down, but that data needs to be protected as well. And I see people really uh, moving fast into big data, moving into Hadoop, and not even thinking about protecting that data at all. They're just so excited about the technology and the analytics you can do with it uh, that they, they don't think about the complete picture and implication. When I think about the encryption of, of big data like that, I wonder about performance and the and the response time. Right. Um, do we have an answer there in terms of um, the speed of analytics uh, counterbalanced with the need to encrypt? So. Um, there's two aspects. When you think about speed, right, I mean, the way big data is done and, and you have uh, even databases like HP's Vertica and so on, where you use the columnar storage instead of the, the you know, row storage, that uh, actually allows for extreme fast performance. But then the other uh, aspect of performance is when you want to encrypt it, right? And the problem with big data is the big data flows on from so many sources, and a lot of it does not need to be protected. It's throwaway data. Right. Uh, so again, you have to distill it down and then really encrypt 
what you what you uh, must protect, so but to determine yeah. which data is throwaway data and uh, which one needs to protect that's it. That's going to be a challenge we need to solve in, in the future. So it's not encrypting, encrypting the raw end set of data that you're analyzing. It's, it's right. encrypting it's, that relevant that pieces. Right. Right. Interesting. So I would assume that that's something that we should be hearing more about as we move ahead. Definitely. Um, well, Loretta, thank you so much for being on the program today. Um, what are your plans for Discover? And if folks want to connect with you here, where can they find you? So I'm hanging around Intel both. I'd be very happy to talk to them about data center security. Specifically, uh, my, my primary focus is physical and virtual uh, security as well as protecting a hybrid data center. Fantastic. Well, thanks so much for being on today and enjoy your time at Discover. Thank you. We will be back with um, additional guests uh, throughout the day. 